Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, we're uh, we're excited to be sampling some uh, some juice that we are some some whiskey that uh, that Dan and I can't yet get in uh, in Georgia or North Carolina, but uh, we we made it work out. So we're going to get to sample. Uh, we're going to today, Dan and I are drinking the Magnolia Bottled and Bond Whiskey, and we'll get into what it is and uh, mash bill and all that stuff. But first, uh, <laughs> cheers. Just a, cheers. For cheers. <laughs> yeah, just a little taste to get us going. Big so, sip, big sip. Big sip, big sip. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm excited. You know, I, I, I saw you guys on, or you all on, on, I saw some stuff on social media, some friends of the show uh, that, you know, they were kind of sharing some pictures and, and some tasting notes on bottles. Uh, obviously it's, uh, and, and we'll get into, we'll let you give the story in a second, but we, you know, we, I couldn't get my hands on it. And, you know, we reached out and you guys were, you know, we, we were able to, uh, to coordinate a time to get on the show, share a taste with you. And, uh, a, a ton, a lot, many, many years of history behind this thing. And that's kind of where, uh, Ed and Megan, we want to get from you. Like, wh- why did you wind up down reviving a brand going down this whiskey road? And, uh, we've got what we have in the glass now. Well, as the politicians say, that's a great question. <laughs> they have to think of the answer. <laughs> Long story short, um, I, about a year and a half, uh, years ago, I finished 50 years in the real estate development business and retired. Oh, wow. And uh, I like to work. And so after about a year, I said, you know, I'm going to shoot myself. I got to find something to do. <laughs> and so I was thinking of different things that I could do since I closed my office and, you know, don't build buildings anymore and decided that uh, there might be an opportunity in the whiskey business. So I, I know the, the business as a consumer. I don't have the knowledge that you and probably most of your viewers do, but I've been drinking since I was 16. So, you know, I'm sort of figured it out. I'm Irish. So, you know, we figure that stuff out. Um, so at that time I, I looked at, I looked at investing in uh, uh, whiskey barrels. There's several funds that uh, raise money to do that. And I ran the numbers and stuff and I just couldn't get, get excited about it. Then after that, and spending a good amount of time visiting the distilleries in in Kentucky and looking at the local product in central Ohio, uh, I said, well, maybe maybe I should buy a distillery. And I looked around at a couple opportunities and then came to the conclusion that, well, I really didn't want to invest multiple millions of dollars for a broken down distillery. And at the same time, I found this story about Samuel Pike who started Magnolia's uh, whiskey in Cincinnati in 1849. And the more I studied it, it, and you have to keep in mind that there's not not a lot of books or articles about, about whiskey in 1849. Sure. But but I did I did get enough to, to to get me excited. And the opportunity I saw was, okay, Pike was a rectifier. He bought his product from from Kentucky, 
brought it across the Ohio River to Cincinnati, blended it, mixed it, did whatever, and then and then put it on riverboats and sent it down as far as New Orleans and and to Europe. And he was extremely successful doing that. And I had never heard the term rectifier, but that's what Pike was. And it sounded like a real estate developer term to me. I said, I can do this. So, <laughs> so, so I, I researched it some more and I found out that the SN Pike's Magnolia brand, which was sold by Pike to somebody else who sold it to Fleischmann's Margarine, which was based in Cincinnati, um, had gone, the, the trademark had, had uh, uh, pre-prohibition had, had uh, um, been disbanded. And the more I looked at it, I said, there really is an opportunity here and came to the conclusion that if I can get the trademark, I want to put my efforts into being a rectifier, searching out and finding the best whiskeys and bourbons that I could and being totally transparent that I'm either sourcing them or I'm finding them or acquiring them and then finishing them here in, in central Ohio. So, so it took me four months, but I got the trademark. And once, once I did that, I said to my daughter, Megan, I said, we're in business. Let's just figure the rest of this out. <laughs> and a lot of the- Ed, you say that like the easy part's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's marketing, you know, and I'm a marketing guy. And sure. Megan, you know, spends a lot, has always spent a lot of time in fashion marketing. So we're a pretty good team there. And it, from my standpoint, after looking at, and, and the guys are really good, sincere, hardworking guys in the central Ohio market. And there's about five distilleries, but their stuff is too young. They make it and it's a year or two years old. And as, as we all know, it's better with age. Right. And, and I said, I don't know how much time he's got left, you know, <laughs> he's not getting any younger. <laughs> oh no, she, we've already gone there. I'm just glad somebody else did it this time instead of me. Yeah. <laughs> Megan's exactly right. Cause my <laughs> friends or, or people in the trade would say, well, why'd you start a distillery? And, you know, and, and I said, well, that's exactly right. I, I might not have 10 years, you know, I'm a senior <laughs> citizen retired, trying to keep busy and have some fun. So, so I, I did, I did feel that, um, um, uh, I could acquire, uh, kegs and, and I, I acquired the first batch of 44 barrels from a fine firm in Southern Indiana who will go unnamed, but, most of us know who that is. We, we, we'll know who they are, which, yeah. which, which once again, uh, I, I, I'm just transparency. And, and you said it earlier, but I, you know, I, I said at the beginning of the show, you know, thanks for, uh, for your transparency and what's, uh, what's in the bottle and, uh, you know, and what we're getting again, I, I think it's um, really a benefit. And, you know, if you think about where, uh, where bourbon was and whiskey was, you know, in the past, what, 20 years and where it's come to today, I think it's very beneficial to continue, uh, you know, what it's grown to, it, it's allowing one, us to have conversations like this Two, It's allowing you to not have to be, uh, you know, bored off your ass and uh, figuring out what are you going to do with your with your retirement? Right. I mean, it's kind of put you in a good position where you can go and share uh, a little bit of history. You can share some good whiskey and, uh, you know, and and, and uh, obviously help in the community in, uh, you know, in, in Cincinnati or central Ohio area. out. So uh, I, I personally say thanks for 
uh, it's a bottled and bond that we're, you know, that Dan and I are sampling tonight. So I'm, an age statement is obvious, but just the, uh, you know, the, the transparency of what we're getting, what we're having, I think it only helps to educate us and, and make us, Sm I don't know if smarter consumers. I mean, by the time when the bottle starts to go down, I don't know that I get smarter. <laughs> but um, but it, but at least tomorrow, right? I, I know what I had. I know what I liked, and it, it allows us to uh, you know to continue that search of uh, you know how do I how do I not drink more, but experience more and in, in different. Uh, you know, different whiskeys, which again is kind of you know, why we were excited to have you on and and say, hey, you know, what what are you all doing? You know, you're you're sourcing. Um, you know, you've you've resurrected a label that would have otherwise been you know on the shelf or maybe even forgotten potentially, right? And uh, yeah, yeah I, I think it's a really uh, really a treat. So yeah. So the rest of the Pike story, which I think is interesting, is he made a whole lot of money in the late 1800s. And he was one of Cincinnati's most prominent citizens. He would go from his, he would walk from his home to to his his uh, warehousing business in tails and a and a high uh, silk hat. So you just picture that era, you know. And he sold so much of this stuff that he was one of the, the important citizens of Cincinnati. And he loved the opera. And he heard Jenny Lynn, the opera singer, who I know you guys know all about. Sure. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that's the second half of the show. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Uh, and he just, just fell in love with it. And he, he had obviously more money than brains, you know, which is a good thing, I think. Um, so he built Cincinnati's first opera house. Mm. It was seven stories high. You just picture the old-fashioned opera houses around the country or the world. And she came to perform. And then it burnt down. And he had so much money, he built it again. You know, and there was no insurance in those times. And it just shows you what he, what a rectifier could do if he got the product the right way, which, which leads back to, I'm proud of the word sourcing. I want to find the best stuff. And the fun is going to, hey, going places. Uh, tomorrow I'm off for three days in Kentucky visiting distilleries mm -hmm. just to, to look and find, see what's available. Research. Research. Right. Now, now, now you're just bragging. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so that's, that's Pike's story. And, and once, once we got the trademark, Megan and I, you know, talked about the other marketing things. And, and when, when she mentioned Instagram, I had to have that explained to me what that is, <laughs> but now she's taking care of it. And I think that's cool. But when you look at our bottle, um, I found a bottle of uh, the original Magnolia on eBay. They bought it for $30 or something. Wow. And it was a one liter bottle. This Empty, I'm sure, right? <laughs> yeah, after 170 years. Yeah, right. <laughs> this poster behind us yeah. is actually, actually the reverse side of an order form for Pike. And yeah, I'll show you guys it closer. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Oh yeah, very cool. Yes. Very cool. What's What's really neat about it is that you could buy four full quarts for four dollars. Don't offer Cal those prices. Don't <laughs> offer him those prices. <laughs> um, but when you look at the poster, if you look at the bottle, I searched high and low, and we found a we found a very similar bottle, same same neck, same same dimensions. But you know it's a 750 milliliter, not not a full full liter, and so so we're buying our our bottles in uh, Pennsylvania, 
Uh, our labels are made by um, a company called Wright Graphics in Virginia. Our corks from I'm not sure where, and uh, we're getting bits and pieces from different places to source it. Oh, and the most important thing I think is, and we'll talk about this when we start to drink it, is that um, from from the barrels, I need to proof them down from 119 uh, proof down down to 100 for the bottle and bond, and and. Uh, I'm using I'm using a distiller's facility in central Ohio to do the proofing, the filtering, the labeling, the bottling, and the shipping it to the state for me. Right. So so we're putting our effort and finances into product and marketing. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I never want to own a distillery, <laughs> so we're we're going to do it this way. Come hell or high water, right, right or wrong. Um, oh, but one, one, one important thing is that is that what we do differently than a lot of um, companies that start by sourcing their product and then eventually become distillers is I bring in from Kentucky, Kentucky spring water. I have it shipped in, so when I'm proofing down, I'm not using the local water. Very cool. And, and that makes a difference in the taste. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely convinced of it. So uh, after about, and we've been on a fast track because I'm a real estate guy. That's what we do. Um, yeah, you know, everybody tells me, well, things move slower in the bourbon business. You know, oh yeah, that's fine. Well, if you, I mean, if you think about your, your 50 year you know, career was the exact opposite of, well, I, I shouldn't say that, but it, it does kind of translate to why you wouldn't, open a distillery, putting down your own liquid, because it's your point. That's exactly the opposite of what you've trained your whole life to do. Right. I mean, it's like, that's right. Yeah. Build it, get it erected and get it, uh, you know, get, get, get somebody occupying it. Well, that's right. And whether it's use the term rectifier or conductor or developer, I'm just bringing all the product and sources together. Sure. And when I was building buildings, I didn't use a saw or hammer. You know, right. I heard somebody. Yeah, know, I brought the financing stuff, but that's you know that's 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 another story. Um, so, so I'm using a local company to a distiller to finish the product for me, and it's good for him because he's got capacity, and it's good for me because I can buy what I want, and I had to buy some equipment. And that's fine. Uh, but I can get it finished the way I want because I know what tastes good. Sure. And so, so a distiller will have a lot more knowledge than I ever will. But as the educated consumer, I know what I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we started marketing um, in 10 retail outlets um, on January 2nd. And the state, this is a state-controlled liquor environment here. Yep. They, they said, uh, we need to see how you do for 90 days and we'll give you more stores. And we've exceeded um, our expectations and hopefully the states. And so hope, hopefully we'll be able to double and triple that and, and uh, then get around the rest of the state. We have one store in Cincinnati. I want to expand there dramatically. And then once we, once we cover the state, then I want to figure out how to go interstate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that, that'll be interesting. Very cool. We have, we have two products right now. 
One is the bottle and bond whiskey. And that, that was Magnolia's flagship product back in 1849. And then, then we have a high wheat, a 45% um, wheat uh, bourbon. And, and that's my personal favorite because I, I, lo- I love bourbon. And uh, it's, it's a 94 proof. And we're getting just, you know, just high marks. People are enjoying it. More people sell it to, of course, but, you know. Um, and then our third product, which we'll probably bring out in August or September, will, will be a, um, a barrel-proof, unfiltered, um, oh, nice. high-proof uh, bourbon. Nice, yeah. Very cool. And, and um, our, our, our whiskey, let's see, uh, I would compare it to some degree to uh, to bullets high high uh, high rye, our whiskey is ninety five percent rye, right? And our bourbon, I would compare, what I think is better, to um, uh, it's similar. Let me say that because I, I like Redemption's high wheat. I think it's a good product. I, I like it, and I'd say that's that's quite quite sim- similar. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So the, the bottle and bond whiskey is, uh, you know, it's, I'm getting like a kind of, uh, I I do get a lot of rye on the nose, not anything off putting. I'm getting more kind of, uh, almost like a gingerbread and it's different, you know, who knows what we've all had today and what roads we've, we've gone down. Right. And it, and I'll taste it tomorrow and something completely different will come up, but I am kind of getting some, like a, almost a, like a, if a spicy gingerbread kind of thing made sense. Yeah, on the uh, uh, my my notes to myself are um, a sort of a baking spice with some floral notes and some vanilla. That's that's what I'm getting on the nose, and on the on the palate, uh, a little bit of fruit, some caramel, and some citrus, you know, and then and finishing pretty smooth with with maybe a little a little bit a bit of clove, and and that's not that's not me saying that that's one of my close friends drinking with me saying that. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely pick that clove up and I, and I, I missed it. Um, but, uh, I, I couldn't quite place it, but it, it is, I'm, I'm getting that cinnamon kind of big red gum. Uh, but then it hit something else kind of, kind of followed off in that finish or followed mm-hmm. up in the finish. And it was absolutely clove coming in there. I think that's why when I revisit this kind of on the nose, I'm getting that kind of gingerbready kind of, uh, yeah, uh, uh, incorporation in there. So with yeah. the cinnamon on the back, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where's he, where's, sure. he, where's he, How's it hit you, pal? Uh, Cal, does it hit you in the front first? Where's, where's it hitting at you? Uh, uh, tip of the tongue for me. I'm it's, yep. uh, so I'm getting kind of that that fruit forward, citrus. Yep. Uh, getting some cherry, kind mm-hmm. of vanilla stuff on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. good finish though. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it's a great whiskey. Uh, I, I'll tell you this: if you were, and, and I, I am picking up at the vanilla kind of mm-hmm. notes you were talking about, if if I were introducing, uh, if someone said, "Hey, I'm a I love bourbon, uh, even a weeder," uh, and they said, "But I want to I want to try some rye. I want to maybe kind of kind of start to venture into the rye field." Yeah. I think this is an avenue all day long to start to introduce people to. Uh, where, you know, when you start going to, you know, high, high rise, so we're 95% in this one, I believe. Yes. 
Uh, I mean, it, you know, and it, it's, you know, you, you could compare this one to uh, even, even next to redemption, I would say this drinks a lot easier. So again, to that point of, uh, you know, kind of a, I would say it's, uh, I wouldn't call it introductory. I mean, I feel like it's pretty complex and, you know, all, th- all you know, through the, through the mouthfeel. Uh, but you know, if you're, you, you know, if you had that 118, right, kind of at barrel strength, you're like, eh, yeah, that was a little too much for me. I, th- this definitely puts you in a good spot to where you've got a, uh, a daily sipper for sure. I, I agree. I think you're, I think you're right on spot on with it in that it's not overpowering. You know, you're, you're not uh, doing a stag junior at 126 and yeah. jump right in there. Getting some men on the nose if I, as, as I've kind of let this sit and open up. I think when you know, when I first poured it, it's uh, I was it, I wasn't getting that mint, but now I'm kind of starting to get that mint out of this thing. So yeah. And you went with the um, you went with the whiskey, the the rye bottled in bond because that was the flagship brand. Absolutely. S N spikes to begin with, right? right. Okay, gotcha. Right. That's where I wanted to start. And then added added the bourbon, and then then want to do the uh, uh, the barrel proof. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick in the, in in the brown liquids. <laughs> yeah, well, no reason not to. And, and you know, I mean, the path that you're that you're following. I mean, you know, awesome awesome story. You know, from the the heritage and you know, kind of uh, you know, local, if you will. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's tasty. Mm, it is very tasty. We really appreciate the opportunity to, you know, meet some new friends in the business and, you know, get your thoughts on the product and advice and counsel. You know, once again, <laughs> I'm only a consumer. Well, we're not, we're not experts. We just uh, we just act like them. So, and we we really don't even act like them. We just drink a lot. So you know, I, I think that's You're doing the, a great job at that. The, the most important thing is if you don't drink a lot then I don't know how you know what you really like. Right. You know, it's I mean, because you know, I, so I grew up in East Tennessee, right? And you can imagine what we were drinking up in the hills, right? It was either very clear off of a still or it was, you know, it was filtered through, uh, through a process. So, you know, th- those were the two choices. And it's like, you know, hell, there's a whole world out here of, of things, you know, after, you know, kind of uh, growing up and moving out. Once I stopped having to take it off the liquor cabinet, to your point, at 16, and I could actually go buy my own, then, then you know, you kind of get to get to make some, uh, make some of your own decisions and choices. And, um, I, I think that's one of the most fun things is being able to try new stuff. And again, when I, you know, when I saw it, it's like one, one thing is, and you're, I don't know if this, if you, if you're experiencing this or not, but the fact that you can't, the fact that you can only get it in the state of Ohio is, you know, it's like, I don't know. That's, I know that's not a marketing, uh, that that's not a marketing plan at the moment, well, that ain't a bad marketing plan at the moment. <laughs> just, just, saying, just saying. Well, our, our plan, absolutely being candid, is once we cover the state yeah. and not oversaturated. You know, this is this is uh, uh, doesn't have to be as large as as a lot of the brands. Um, then we then we want to figure out how to do direct to consumer out of state. Oh, um, the the Magnolia name is um, uh, even though it's from from Cincinnati, well, Cincinnati start moving south. 
It's very popular in the Carolinas. It's the state flower in Mississippi. I was getting ready to say I don't. Th- I knew it was a southern state, and and I'm. It's. It, I'm not. This is not getting into a southern thing, but I'm like I know it's not Ohio. So right. I'm. Yeah. So so do you know why? Uh, why magnolia? I have no idea, and uh, I can't reach Mr. Pike anymore. <laughs> All right, Megan, we got homework to do. But, no, but so I'll, many questions. I'll, I'll tell so you. Little information. When I saw the word magnolia, you know, just the the, the warmth of the word, the, yeah. you know, just, I, you know, and and I. <laughs> I, I gotta be. I gotta be just honest for a second. No, all the just time. Just for a second, though. No, no, That's no. It. Totally through the, the yes. conversation. I thought that I might get a big objection from the lawyers of Magnolia Magazine, mm. those good old folks in Texas. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, but this is S. N. Pike's Magnolia. That's the trademark. There you go. Oh, yep. Gotcha. And, and we don't do magazines, and we don't do furniture. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'm already thinking. I'm thinking about a barrel pick for around the first quarter of 2022 for a particular golf tournament that may be in uh, the middle of Georgia. And uh, I'll, I'll stop there because we don't want to. You let me know. We love to sponsor a lot of different things. Always have, always will. Yeah. Mate was telling me, she said, it's 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 birdies and bourbon and and she said i think i think it's 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 bird dogs you know hunting dogs birdies you know and i said oh well i used i used to have an english center and hunt hunt quail all the time oh gosh and then then went to your web page and saw that no it's the other birdies no no the reason i say oh my gosh is you're gonna get cow on this tangent there goes the rest of this because three hours of bird dog talk because now now we're gonna talk about nothing but bird dogs so so for i don't know how long he was alive probably 18 years so i had a boykin spaniel and uh and and so like i mentioned i grew up in east tennessee well there wasn't a lot to do up there right so you either you you hunted you, you were hunting fishing or drinking Actually, you were actually you were drinking while you were hunting and fishing. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so so and I, I got a question about you if that's you holding that trout on your uh, on your web page. By the way, it is and that's, okay. that's that's down the Holston River. You know where that is. So is it? Are you are you with the Holston River Fishing Company? Is that no you, no okay no I'm just fishing there. Okay. Okay. I got you. So, so some friends of our show there is, and you'll appreciate this. The reason I was there is I have a brother in, in, uh, mountain city, Tennessee. Sure. And he tells me we don't drink it. If it's Brown, it's gotta be white. It's gotta be clear, (laughs) baby. (laughs) They're not talking about vodka. (laughs) Yeah. Corn whiskey all the way. So yeah. So some friends of the show, they own the Holston river fishing company. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you still get around to fish, we uh, we ought to get over there and uh, catch up with those guys. So you mentioned the bird dog. So I had this boy in Spaniel. I'll keep this one short because we need to talk about the liquor more. But I had this bird dog and, and bought him and we were duck hunting all the time. And, you know, the upland hunting kind of where I was was not really we did a lot of dove hunting. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. all the all the dairy farms of why you know cutting silage and all this, you know, so so we did some bird hunting. Mostly it was waterfowl, 
but I just got this little dog. Uh, she's nowhere to be seen. That's a good thing. That means this is going to go a lot smoother and she's not like <laughs> nipping and, uh, you know, uh, but yeah, so I've, I've got a new bird dog that I'm trying to get to, uh, Briar Creek kennels over the next few weeks. That's uh, another Boykin Spaniel. Oh, okay. Awesome. So, so it's a little brown dog. If you don't know what a Boykin yeah. is, it, yeah. yeah, it looks like a Brittany kind of, but it's solid right. liver and a little right. smaller, but yeah. yeah. Mine was an English setter and it was born to hunt. Took yeah. him out west, took him down south to Georgia, just all over. He was born to hunt. Well, no cool. wonder you're a bourbon man. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's hunting and bourbon in the morning, a little hunting in the mid-morning, <laughs> and then bourbon in the afternoon. Right, right. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you get a chance to hunt much anymore? Yeah, I duck hunt still. Okay, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, um, I'd rather right along the river, huh? Ohio I'd rather duck, duck hunt than work. Yeah, well. Nothing like a good duck blind and a heater and uh Yeah. <laughs> we we can kill a bottle telling stories, I'm telling you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I I look forward to that. So all right, so hold on. So let, let me let me let me bring us back because uh, Dan knew where this was going as soon as you mentioned it. Yeah, <laughs> shaking his head. I, th I, I think we're starting a new page, by the way, and it's called uh, bird dogs and bourbon. So I don't know. <laughs> Uh, somebody definitely stole that and it's already out it's there. Already Megan, I hope it was you and uh, we, we can uh, we can partner up on this. <laughs> okay. um, all right, so we're so we're we're we've got uh, we've got our we've got our weeder. Why'd you go with the weeded bourbon? Um, I, I, I've always been a Weller's guy, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, Weller's twelve. I think mm -hmm. I died and went to heaven. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it, it's just smooth, easy drinking. And I, t I, t I told Megan, I got a bottle of Weller's 12. And when we hit our, our first goal, we're going to open that up and sort of celebrate. Nice. Yeah. So, so interesting enough, and I won't mention the name, even though they're great people, uh, but there's a, a company and uh, I'm sorry, a, uh, a, it's a distillery, but they're, you know, they're sourcing right now. And I did, I did a side by side. It'd be interesting to do a side by side with, uh, with your weeded bourbon against, uh, against a Weller product. And yeah, ju would. just to see, you know, the two, and, and especially if you're in Ohio, because, you know, it's, it, I'm assuming your product is readily available on the shelf. Yeah. We've been, uh, you know, once again, we're only into it for two months. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. And it's been selling out in the 10 locations we're in. Wow. Okay. Well, so, so it may be just as hard to find as Weller is, but no, I Weller no, it's not. It's okay. not, but, but it's moving well. And if you did it's stocking really quickly, which is, it's, it is, story. if, if you did a blind taste, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, don't, it, don't put it, the bottle Nick. I mean, cause it's not as hot as, you know, one Oh seven. And, and I think, I think there's more to it than, than the, the green label, you know? Um, but that, definitely that's the way to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, the bigger thing is, right, it is, is it's, it, you know, that you're, you're probably going to take something away. And, and we don't, we do a lot of blind tastings on the show with guests that come on and, and we're not doing them to say that, oh, you know, th this is, this is a better, uh, better pour than this one. And, and again, and we do them, you know, I mean, we, I might send out a rum, I might send out a rum, a rye and a bourbon. I might send out yeah. uh, 84 proof, 120. So just all over the board. And it's really kind of about experiencing different things. And, and while it's, 
while it's about comparing, I think it's more about expanding. And if you get two good weeders beside of each other, I think that's a good way to say, well, wait a minute, what was this? Because, and, and again, what'd you have to eat today? What kind of mood are you in? How are you feeling? Right. Did you just spit chewing gum out? And it could be like, well, you know, or do you get kind of lost on which is which and be like, well, wait a minute. I think that this, you know, and, and cause we do know what we're tasting, but we don't necessarily, you know, you, you don't know what's actually, you know, what the, you know, what's in a glass, you don't know what's it particular in each glass. And I think that's kind of the cool thing to see is, Hey, I may not be, I may not need to chase these impossible, hard to find can't get, or you can still chase them. But in the, you know, along the journey, if you can substitute it with something that, maybe is even better than what you're searching out for uh you know that that could be a great way to uh a great way to substitute uh, and, and keep you hydrated along the journey absolutely um you and dan don't have a bottle of uh our bourbon mm. uh we didn't no we no. just got the, okay uh, well i i understand that santa claus still does stuff <laughs> in in march and I'm not the basketball tournament, so don't be surprised if Santa visits you. All right. Hey, sounds we're good. never surprised, and we always our door is always open to Santa. So <laughs> good, good. Of course, I'm not allowed to send any, but you know, yeah. Santa, he can do what he does. That's true. I, yep. I understand that certain things happen in mysterious ways. <laughs> By the way, you probably I don't know if you went back and looked, but uh like the last week in December, Santa was actually on our show. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the golfing Santa, so uh, he, and he does some charity things and and whatnot. So uh, do you do a lot of do you do a lot of stuff uh, in the golfing venues and stuff? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I would say yeah. We uh, you know we have a lot of lot of golfers on. Uh, you know we like to get to as many courses as possible, and uh, you know what we we really like to bring on the um, uh, someone from the. Typically, we would go and play somewhere. And then we're having somebody on and, and, and one thing that we've, that, that we really enjoy is, you know, the, the, think about the, the golf course, you've got the kind of face of the club, which is usually the pro or the GM. And then you've got the superintendent that actually keeps everybody happy at the golf course, right? While you're, they, while you're the reason to be at the golf course. And, and we've really enjoyed having a lot of the superintendents on, you know, and to talk about kind of the, you know, the course and, and what it truly is. And not to say that the, you know, the pro or the GM doesn't, but it's someone that doesn't might not get a lot of attention at uh you know at, at a golf course or get a, right. get a lot of opportunity Absolutely. to come on so yeah so quick golfing story oh, my best this. friend from uh from high school i'm from buffalo grew up in the city as a city kid and then found you know after i got out of the army found hunting and fishing and all this and said where's this been all my life <laughs> right. uh, but but my good friend joe calabrese he called me and he said can you meet me in new york and I, you know we're, we're buddies since since high school i said sure you know um, he knows my wife and stuff. He said, sure. What, what do you want to do? He says, you get to New York. I'm going to take you to Ireland. Oh so my. I show up in New York oh, wow. and go with eight guys as guests of CBS sports to play eight courses in Ireland. Wow. It costs me a plane ticket to get to New York. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mess of all those courses. I can assure you of that. Valley Bunyan, La Hinge, all, all that stuff. That's Man. my golf story. Well, that's yeah, a pretty good that, one. That's a, a great story. And hey, and I so I take it you're not a golfer on a regular basis. Uh, I'm I'm a bogey golfer. Okay. Oh, so you but you play oh, regularly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 
Well, we did right. the focus groups, and quite honestly, bogeys and bourbon would have been better in terms of like our scores, but <laughs> birdies and bourbon sounded better in terms of a show. <laughs> so. Yeah, birdies is good. Like. Yeah. Who, did we, who were we talking? Martha. Yeah, yeah, Martha. Yeah, we were talking with, uh, we had Barney Adams on the show the oh, other night. So I, I don't know if you know Barney, but you probably know who, yeah, Adams Golf, right? I mean, the guy that yeah. innovated oh, yeah, the, the yeah. golf club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he said, yeah, he was like, uh, huh, they brought the B team this time, and I'm not talking about birdies. <laughs> so, yeah, nevertheless. Uh, but, but, but it was a great show. Never, that was never a good mind, time. So. That was a good time. Yeah. Mm. So, any recommendations on what we should be doing? You know, we're new to the business. We love it. The best part is meeting so many, so many good, sincere people, you know, and having events and, you know, just wandering around Kentucky and, you know, drinking and telling lies. It's about as good as it gets. <laughs> True. I mean, yeah, it's like, just, just believe it, you know? And so, uh, yeah, as, as long as it's not malicious and, uh, you know, it stays in state, stays on, on the tracks. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, no, you, it's, I mean, it looks like things are booming for you right now. I mean, it's, uh, when I, when I say booming, I mean, this is kind of an uplift, right? And, you know what I would say once again is I would say thank you for accepting the offer, and, and I know you know that I don't want to uh, I don't want to use the word hesitation, but I can understand where you would be from a standpoint of well, yeah we could get on there with you, but what's it like? What's the you're in Georgia, you're in North Carolina, you're in you're you know you're in Ohio. What's the lift? Oh, and, that, that's that's Megan with the hesitation. I no, should no, no. politician. <laughs> you give me a crowd and a microphone. I'm raring to go. <laughs> hey, and a glass of whiskey. And then it's, and then it's like, and and no, 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 no. no. Or no. Too big. No, no. But I mean, but you know, but the thing is, I, I don't think that there's, I mean, there are probably bad avenues or bad conversations, but I, I think that, uh, you know, I think the more, uh, again, I think this is a great way to build your uh, build this marketing strategy of uh, come to Ohio to get coming it. soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, and, and yeah. expanding the line that you have with the bottle of Bond, and you got you know the weeded and uh, everything else you got going on. And that's that's the way to go, right? Just start smaller, and you and you grow, and you keep you keep enhancing and enhancing and enhancing. And I know Cal's going to ask you in a minute when's the next uh, uh, finish coming, right, Cal? Well, well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> well, he said, uh, I got a little smoke on that one. Kind of like a, almost a little bacony kind of thing back there. Mm. You know, it's it like, really, it really changes after it sits and opens mm. up. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, if you drink it like Frank Sinatra on a couple of ice cubes and a splash of water, totally changes. Ranch water. Yeah. <laughs> a touch of ranch water. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he's, he's my era. <laughs> Hell doesn't even know who Frank Sinatra is. Oh, That's true. of course I do. <laughs> oh, of course I do. What, uh, hold on. They, uh, he had a uh, he had a flask in his left uh, left pocket. Yeah. He had, uh, he had a Zippo. <laughs> his, uh, what, he, had, he, had, he had he had cigarettes, a flask, a Zippo. Could have been yeah, something so, else. You know, so did Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. and Jackie Gleason. I mean, you know. Nice. Yeah, nice. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is great. I think um, I think I love what you're doing. I love the lab, uh, the, the labeling, the bottle. What's the um, what does the red um, little string mean? 
that, that goes over the top of the bottle. You see it? And that was that was not put on there. I mean, it was it, it was underneath the. Um, oh, oh, it, it it's not it's not the stamp, right? Mm -mm. No, it's no, no, not the stamp. But it's got there's oh, a piece and, of. Oh, it, it was in in the um, um, uh, red bag that the bottle might have been in. Okay. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I got you. It's okay. not there for any any reason. Okay, when it we may give have... out bottles. It's usually in a nice little red bag with a, a tie around it. Okay. Yeah. It may just have got attached to that, but I'm like, oh, huh, what's the significance of that? Uh, it's, a fuse. it's a fuse. Light it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just drink it and then we'll, uh, then we'll work on that. Um, so, so what's oh, it? Sixties. So, oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so are y'all in downtown Cincinnati? No, no, we're, we're in the suburbs. Okay. Uh, well, so like north, south, east. Uh, are you up by the old airport? Um, just just north north of downtown in Worthington. Okay. Okay. Uh, the distillery is called Noble Cut Distillery, and I try to send the guy business. He's got a couple of good products, and uh, he's in Gahanna. And can you imagine me using Gahanna water? How would that sell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so how did you come up with the fact that you were gonna bring in uh the the i mean i i understand the limestone water and the reason that all the yeah. you know the, the the distilleries are in kentucky and and likewise in tennessee where they're located you know they sit on the shelf yes uh, how'd you decide that uh that you wanted to do that i mean was there an experiment or was it just something you knew you were going to need to do off, off the bat it was drinking local water and comparing it with with kentucky limestone water from the ultimate place that i bought it he sent me bottles and i'd have people taste it my my wife my adult children and stuff and local water you could you could tell you could taste a little like gray you, you know you couldn't you couldn't yeah. quite define it and kentucky spring water it is kentucky spring water sure yeah so so and it doesn't cost a fortune it costs some money but i said that's an absolute you know i said you know i'm into quality you know if this works out great if it doesn't we've given it a good shot but it's going to be quality all across the board sure very cool yes so receptivity in the market i mean you you said it's uh you know things are just flowing off the shelf right is it it was there well, we have 10 locations and in, uh, oh, let's see, in probably a first couple of weeks, we only had a couple. So in, in a month's time, we probably sold 600 bottles, mm -hmm. you know, in 10 locations. Wow. And, and the state said, well, we hope you sell 200. <laughs> nice. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good. I, I was groveling with the state today. Say, when can I get some more spots? When I can I get some more locations? Sure. And, you know, they said, we're looking at the numbers. We're looking at the numbers. Yeah, plenty of, um, do you all have plenty of stuff bottled? I don't know if you can share that or not, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my first run was 12,000 bottles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we, need, once, we need spots. Once again, and I think this is, this is somewhat important, at least to me, is, is you know, I sold all my real estate. So when I deal with, with sellers of uh, barrels, 
It's not a question of getting paid. There's no bank loans. And I'm not trying to big deal it. I'm just, just trying to say, you know, I will buy whatever we can get. Right. And, you know, what's interesting, and I said this to Megan earlier, is hopefully we'll sell the 12,000 bottles in six months and then, you know, we move on. But but just have, having the barrels that are going to be a year old and then two years old, they increase in prices. So I'm not worried about that. You know, mm-hmm. if it's good stuff, it's going to be good stuff in a year. Right. If it's bad stuff, it's going to be bad stuff in a year. Yeah. Yep. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we're in 10 locations now. We want to be in 50 around the state before we start looking out of state. You know, so that, that's, that's our marketing plan. And we're yeah. starting, we got our first, our first tasting event, probably for 70 people um, later this month. Uh, we're getting some nice reviews. We're 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 getting. I, I think we're getting good responses from people new to bourbon or whiskey, or people that are sophisticated like yourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I think the people that I've seen with it, you know, and and uh, or interacted with, uh, you know, it, it's folks that have a that have a broad audience. So you, I, I feel like you're getting a lot of good. Um, organic exposure, if you will. And it, once again, that fact of, well, I can't just go get it and try it off the shelf. It's made, it makes me want to have to get to Ohio for, and for right. other, I mean, there's other reasons to get up there selfishly. I mean, I, I already gotten a few messages from folks that have like, uh, Hey, you know, send me that again. So I know where to, you know, where, where and what, because well, we, I mean, get, we got a request from the uh, Carolina bourbon society, something like that. Yeah. A good guy and stuff. And, and uh, luckily, he had somebody driving through Ohio who could get a couple bottles because Santa doesn't exactly go to Carolinas every every month. But, there you but, go. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, we want, I, we, want to re- we want to introduce it to a larger market because it, the, the name it's sort of special. The story is great. I, I just 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 love the, love the story. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, people are are. Uh, I don't want to say they're start well. People are starving for really good uh, craft or boutique whiskey right now. And, and, and there's plenty of stuff out there. Uh, you know, you, you can kind of measure, you know, on, on, on is, it, is it what you want to drink or what you want to drink. I think, uh, you know, if it, if it supports a good story and, you know, again, as you mentioned, you, you know, you're, you're engaging and meeting with good, genuine people that, that, that are, you know, trying to do the right thing. I, I, I think the transparency absolutely helps uh, tremendously in, in where you are and what you're doing. Um, I do, so a, a question though, uh, did the, um, so there was a merger between a couple of, uh, a, a, between a, uh, a distiller and a, uh, a, a company uh, that owns several, a couple of brands is that impacting you all, or is there any, uh, anything that's happening there? I thought it might, but I have been assured by a person I buy, I have bought these 44 barrels from, that it does not. And I will probably visit the other company later this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, life changes, deals are made. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You move no, up I- the operation. They don't call me, I can tell you that. They don't call <laughs> me anymore. 
Yeah, no, and, and all good. And, you know, we've spoke to some other folks that have um, that are that are probably a little more uh, mature. The business has been running longer than, than what you guys have. And and they've actually responded back with the same thing. And it's you know, it, it's actually been the opposite of the question. And it, it wasn't loaded by any means, but it's been oh. like it's been like, no, actually, we want you to buy more. That's, right. that's why, that's why things happen. Right. I mean, that's why, that's why people start to consume each other or businesses start to consume other businesses right. because, you know, Hey, it's right. getting better, not worse. And, you know, if you think about that, where one is a great manufacturer, just a great rye producer, just great, good stuff. Yeah. And the other company is really strong in marketing, really strong. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of logic there. Sure. Yeah, no, no reason to create your own, right? Right, right. Although I wish I was one of the family members of uh, the one company. <laughs> <laughs> don't we? Don't we all? Yeah, yeah, hey, hey. They, I mean, doesn't there become a time when there's too much? Just too much. Mm. Absolutely. Or, or you just don't need that much. You know, it's like, yeah, what are you going to do with that? Well, no, that's that. That's why they have golf outings, and they they have college funds. That's true. They have churches. That's right. You know, and all that. That's the answer. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Ed and Megan, what don't we know about, uh, about Magnolia? So Ed, let me, I I guess I should have asked this up front. So it's, it's SN Spikes. SN Pikes. P-I-K-E. Excuse me. Yeah. The webpage is SN Pikes. S-N-P-I-K-E-S dot Magnolia dot com. Or at Meg, SN Pikes. <laughs> Let me start again. Uh, I think I need some more bourbon. <laughs> it's snpikesmagnolia.com. Okay. Our Instagram, which I don't even know what that is, but Megan tells me it's important, is is Magnolia Spirits. Okay. And then on the shelf and going to market, it's going to be Magnolia Spirits. <sighs> Kinda. Kinda. Kinda, kinda. When you're looking at for it on the shelf, you just look for Magnolia. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, in Ohio, if in Ohio has a web page, Ohio Liquor, and you just go in, you put in Magnolia, and they tell you where it is. Okay. I, I did see that, uh, but I'm like, well, that's a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have Santa. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Uh, so, so are you, so you said you got your first tasting coming up, uh, yep. meaning like on premise tasting. Well, actually there's, there's a place in Columbus that is cool beyond belief and it's called the Buckeye bourbon house. And it's downtown in an old building that I actually tried to buy a decade ago. That's another story. Uh, but it's in an old bank building. So you can picture the old bank building with two story high columns and stuff that they made into a hotel. And the first floor is, is a bourbon restaurant. Oh, and cool. it is so cool. Hmm. And Megan and I have met with them. We said, this is our destination for all our tastings. Hmm. It's it's, and all they have is bourbon there. <laughs> they don't clutter it up with that white stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. What's it called? What's it called? Uh, Buckeye Bourbon House. Okay, all right, cool. Huh. Very and cool. we're gonna have we're gonna have uh, 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 a tasting on on the twenty fourth, and we'll send out all the invitations. 
and uh, we're going to be limited to 70, so it'll sell out. And, tour- and actually, it's free. I shouldn't say sell out. It'll be committed very quickly. Yeah. Free bourbon, you know, give me a break. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I just uh, Cal's driving up now. Actually, I've already Googled it. I've already Googled it. Now, if you're buying the liquor, I ain't going to let you fly me up there, too. Come on. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, that's just being greedy at this point. Mm. That's right. That's, that's right. Just bring your shotgun. We'll kill some ducks. There you, right. go. there you go. I, I mean, I'm all for that. I bring the dog, too. <laughs> so, so, Megan, what do you do to keep this guy straight and, uh, and keep everything moving in the right direction? Yeah. Well, I, you know, when we started out, I offered to help him out with Instagram and marketing, you know, it's such a great way to share. And when we started, I was telling them there's a whole group of people that are online that it's this community and it's, you know, with you guys and so many people like you, it's amazing being able to connect in a way that, you know, especially during COVID right now and everything with the pandemic, you can't. And so he's like, Oh, okay. Okay. So sign me up for whatever that is. And so, yeah, I've just been doing that to kind of share the word and yeah, it's been amazing getting to know the Ohio community of, you know, bourbon and whiskey drinkers. So I'm just helping him out with that. And it's just nice meeting new people. And, you know, it's, it's great seeing how excited people are. I mean, especially bourbon drinkers are so enthusiastic, yeah. you know, and you're not wrong when you say there is something appealing about it only being available in Ohio, that it is amazing how many people out of state are reaching out to us to find out more because isn't that part of the, the appeal of drinkiness is getting those limited releases or those hard to find bottles, you know, so. Very cool. That's, yeah, I'm helping him out. I, I did have to stop in the beginning. Uh, he was starting to post, you know, five pictures a day of when I gave him the password for Instagram and Facebook. So I had to say, okay, is this a, is that how it works? You can't post five times a day. <laughs> yeah. um, no, seriously, yeah. we, you guys are so so generous with your time to let us tell tell you our story, and we're having a lot of fun. And uh, our fourth product will probably be something to do with the military. You know. Oh, cool. cool. Very cool. We want to give some back. That's awesome. Uh, that's yeah. what life's about. Very cool. Yeah, you're a military guy yourself, sir, and thanks for your service. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't go fight it in 69, but I was a lieutenant, so. Yeah. Nice. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so we know where to find. Uh, so uh, we're at uh, Spikes, NSN Hikes, Magnolia.com. Uh, I was looking at uh, it's Magnolia Spirits again, right? Yes. On yes. Instagram. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, people should be uh, be checking this out. And uh, you know, when you're driving through Ohio, you uh, this is a must stop for sure. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Just great spend time with you guys. Thank you. Absolutely. You too. Cal, st- Cal's still sipping. He's still sipping. I mean, this well, is like, dare uh, you. <laughs> it's one of these things. It's like, uh, you know, it'll, it'll lead you right into, uh, you don't want to stop <laughs> and it'll, it, it sneaks up on you. Cheers. 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 Cheers.